Welcome, everybody. Now we got to do it again. Two friends in a movie. 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 With Madison Sixto. With Sixto and Matt. With Madison Sixto. With Sixto and Matt. With Madison Sixto. Madison Sixto. Madison Sixto. Welcome, everybody, to Friends <laughs> and the Movies. Matt. Oh, boy. Matt featuring Six Toe. I, I don't know. Today, everybody, say. welcome. Welcome yeah. to my podcast, Two Friends is, and a Movie, where I, I, Matthew Lamatina, picks another uh-huh. friend and discusses not, a movie. That's not... My friend this week, Sixto Renoso. That's not what's happening. Listen. Welcome. Welcome to my show. How are you today? I just, how, I've been to every single one, two friends in a movie, because it's with Maddings. It's the both of us. It's not your podcast. It's our podcast. Ours. Yes, ours. Really. This is ours. <laughs> he's he's right. This is ours. Our podcast where we get together every couple of weeks or so and talk about movies. Or so. We, we or love so. them. Or so. Listen, it's Listen, a pandemic. All right, we're doing the best pandemic. we can. We are trying as hard as we can. Although, good news, I have my first vaccine done. Woohoo! And in a couple of weeks, uh, actually in like three weeks or so, I get the second one. Woohoo! So maybe, just maybe, I can drive to your house, which shouldn't be that far to drive from here because I live right next to Staten Island. It took me, <laughs> so it took take me, like, me like, like an hour. That yeah, It takes me like 22 hours to get to your house because you live in fucking Long Island. So Long maybe one Island. These, maybe one of these weekends we can actually get together and record in person and I can kiss you every time Whoa. we're done. We better watch two movies and record two podcasts. <laughs> we can have them in the pocket. We um, have them in the pocket. Put them in the pocket. So, um, we probably told you to watch a movie or two last week. but We like, told you that we we're going to do something funny. We didn't give a movie. We just said we're going to do something funny. Because last podcast, we talked about Judas and the Messiah and the Black Messiah. And it was deep, man. That was deep. deep. It was too deep. So this week, this week we're not going nearly as deep. No, we're barely scratching the surface this week. This, week, as a matter of fact, we might be flying over the surface this time. <laughs> yeah, we might be hovering, <laughs> but like we, Michael J. Fox <laughs> on, a, on a pink skateboard from Mattel. <laughs> um, and the movie we got for you today is coming to uh, coming number two, America. Coming number two. I don't know if that's something you could do. Um, like, <laughs> doesn't that come out of number one? Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't know. You said it. But I'm trying to say, the, num- the name of the movie is Coming to America. is the original one. 
This coming. one's also called Coming to America, but there's a two in the middle. It's numerical. It's numerical. Coming numerical to America. Coming, <laughs> coming to America. The two being a number. <laughs> I don't know. The sequel to the 1980-something movie. So with, the same, seven, with the same name, but without the numerical two. But without the number Exactly. So a movie that's like fucking 35 years old is getting a sequel once again. Um, and uh, we've watched it. Now, um, here's the I also the yeah. watched the original so right before I. it. Just so, so I. I can have a good reference point. Right. So I, if, you're, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it yet, go watch the first one. Go watch the second one. They're both on Amazon Prime right now. And it. then we'll wait till you get back. We'll wait. So Sexual we'll chocolate. Just, We'll see you in four hours. Sex with chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, so you want to go? The plot yes. of the Nin- one with the number two. Number Coming, uh, coming to America is a 1988 movie. We're not going to talk about that because you should have seen that. If you haven't seen Coming to America, you shouldn't fuck you. fucking. Yeah, fuck you. Sincerely. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. I don't even want to talk to you. Yeah, and- turn this off and stop <laughs> listening to us. We don't want you. <laughs> But we don't, uh, we don't. This second, this second part actually takes time in real time. So it's been real time. Yeah, it's been thirty. Time. It's been thirty-one years, right? Um, and uh, uh, Eddie Murphy's uh, Akeem is now the the king. It's becoming the king of Wakanda. Of Wakanda. Wakanda. Of- <laughs> 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 he. I'm the I'm the white one. I just want everybody to know that. <laughs> well, it's because it technically, in all technicity, is it is Wakanda from like the comic books from the seventies. So it's not too bad to call it Wakanda, but it's not Wakanda. It's not Wakanda. <laughs> it's not. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, I forgot the name of the country. It's not um, even next Dorian. Um. Fuck. What is the name of the country? Next. It's not with an. Uh, anyway, with an L. It's uh no, it's something with a uh, with a Z. Uh, Zen, Zen, Zen. I was gonna say Zimbabwe, which is a real fucking country. That's a real country. <laughs> you keep talking about the movie. I'll f- uh, Zam 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 Z A M U N D A. Zam Zamunda. 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 Right. Thank you. Uh, so he is the prince. Uh, uh, he's now becoming the king of Zamunda, as his father James Earl Jones, everybody's father, James Earl Jones, is dying at the beginning of the movie. He inherits the kingdom, and now, uh, uh, as he's becoming king, he has to uh, take all the responsibilities that come with that, including choosing an heir to the kingdom. I gotta pause you for a second. What's that? Because you can't skip over the funeral. Oh which shit! The o- <laughs> with the only person who could do a eulogy for James L. Jones is Morgan Freeman. Morgan, like, he's the only Freeman. one who could have done it. Like, you can't have more of an iconic voice than Morgan Freeman doing. James Earl Jones, which is the most iconic voice. Yeah, like that's the <laughs> perfect combo. Like that was the best casting in the whole so, movie. 
So the movie starts like that. There's a, uh, uh, the king wants to have a, 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 uh, wake as he's still alive to, so that he can enjoy it. And they have like salt and pepper and they have, uh, and, and Vogue. Vogue and they have, uh, uh, it was Aretha Franklin. Was it? No, it was, uh, I was going to say Shaka Khan, but it's not Shaka Khan either. Man, and I'm and I'm the fucking black one, right? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't I didn't do as much research because I'm like, it's a black movie. He's black. We don't. This is his thing. <coughs> We're talking. Um, Freddie got fingered. I got you. Yeah, I know. Um, and um, well, it's a bunch of stars, and it's a big it's a big to do. And in the middle of that, he actually dies. Um, the king. The king, uh, he did. Uh, he did. King Jaffe, Jaffe Joffer, and uh, um, so <laughs> the movie then takes on the what happens to to Gladys Knight. Gladys, Gladys Knight. Knight. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, what what the movie takes place then is him trying to deal with who's gonna be taking his place. It's not the economics of the country. It's not the social the social changes of changing a king. It's not um, the idea that a change in power brings with it people that don't like the son as much as they like the father, and therefore they have to go over all of those changes. None of that happens. None the, of it. The only thing that does happen, which is interesting, is as soon as as soon as the father is dying, not even dead yet, here comes uh, Wesley Snipes, who plays. I don't know. I don't know if anybody in the history of movie making looks to be having as much fucking fun as as a, a fucking whistle. All he does playing is General walk Casey. in. <laughs> all he does in every scene he's in, he just walks in. That's so all he, he does. Did this crazy dance move, but yeah. he like leans to the side <laughs> and walks into the room. That's all he does. The entire movie is walk into rooms. But I also find it funny that he's having he's having such a great time that it's kind of actually like contagious a little bit. Like at the beginning, I was like, "Come on, this is bullshit." But then I started laughing at how stupid he was and yeah. how fun. Like first, I thought he was supposed to be like this scary general who's gonna come and like aggressively take over your land, but he's just got that big <laughs> smile and that silly walk. <laughs> And it's hard to take him seriously in this movie. Yes. And, you know, everybody from the first movie is in this one. Now, I, I will say this. I saw this movie's back to back. And I think that was really, 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 really smart. And the reason why is because I think the comedy is very specifically 1988 comedy that they use in Coming to America in 2021. Mm. So I don't know that it would be great to to... If you just this sit is, down and, and watched it, it's 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 a hard nostalgia sell. Like yes, the 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 plot and story of the movie is very very weak, very thin, very thin, very thin. This is pure nostalgia, and usually, usually I bad mouth nostalgia. Yeah, I go, you know what? This is shit, man. Like. Why you are you just redoing the same exact movie? Right. right. But 
Corona has opened my eyes. <laughs> so you like you like episode if. seven now? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they're going to make these nostalgia sequels and prequels and whatever, and they go straight to streaming services. I'm all over it. <laughs> I will watch this shit in my house all day. <laughs> I'm not going to the theaters. And seeing coming to America. But I will watch it on my streaming services all day. If they want to do Bill and Ted and they want to do Coming to America and they want to do whatever else is out there and put it right to Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or HBO Go or whatever it is. Like even Godzilla. You put it on HBO Max, I'll go watch it. <laughs> well, you will watch it because it's coming to HBO Max. <laughs> That's the thing. You put that shit there, and I watch it. Fuck going to the movies. But they should put movies should be only blockbusters now. Giant films. You think so? Giant budgets. Put them in the theaters. All these little independent movies and low budget mm. things. That doesn't matter what screen you watch it on. Like. You're not getting a different experience watching this movie at home or in the movie theater. Like you're, you're right about that. Well, and you know, and to finish with the plot because it's this simple. Uh, Akeem, Akeem finds out that he has a son because the witch, the witch of the of the tribe, tells him you have a son, and he goes to New York to find the son uh, in Queens because he happened during the first movie. That's when he, you know, did that. And uh, with Leslie Jones, and um, he goes Leslie to find Jones. Yes. he goes to find his son to basically repeat exactly coming to America the first one, like yeah. he, the, <laughs> and the reason he goes first he he inquires for the son is because he wants a male heir. He has three kids; they're all girls, and you know culture is that kings go to kings. There's no queen, like. It goes from men to men to men. Right, like women so, always marry, a, princesses always marry a prince to unite kingdoms. Yeah, so, so they, he's desperate goes. to have a son. So he finds this kid who is technically his son, but if he didn't need a male heir, he never would have inquired about him. He was right. in Queens doing his own thing. Co- completely. And so, and so, <sighs> so here's where I'm going to turn into you a little bit. Oh, shit. Because I feel like they had all of the makings to still have a similar story. Because the problem with the first movie or the the, the, the coming one America, right? <laughs> coming one America, mm-hmm. the essence of the story is this guy wants to break the rules. And he is enough of a dreamer to make his father change the rules. Coming to America could have done the same thing with a daughter. And instead of doing that, they go and they get another son and literally repeat the story in Africa. And by the way, I don't have, listen, as a man of color, and look, I'm not African-American technically because I'm Dominican. So, sure. yes, I have African descendants, of course, because I'm Dominican and I'm black, of course, because I'm Dominican. But I don't have the cultural the cultural um, things of being a black American person. So... Watching Coming to America, to me, is that Africa is far enough that we can make fun of being black in America. Even if I'm, if I'm black from the Caribbean, same thing. I come to America, same thing. I have the same experiences. 
making fun, going to Africa to make fun of how Africans live and their culture, it just doesn't hit as hard when we can't compare it to, I mean, then it's making fun of, it's not having fun with. And I think that that shit, yeah. that shit kind of, kind of missed the mark a little bit. That's number one. And number two, you have a perfect story about a daughter that is there that should be your heir because she's been preparing her entire life to be the heir of, of your kingdom. And instead of that becoming the story and changing his mind from his daughter's perspective, his mind gets changed from his son's perspective. So talk about nostalgia, story structure wise, story structure wise. I was very disappointed, very entirely that the structure of the story didn't didn't take focus on the daughters on all three of them because this affects all three mm-hmm. of them as women i agree with you, you know? and with three girls you could have three different storylines yeah, absolutely like you could have the one who wants to be the queen you could have the one who wants to go to america and marry somebody else and do her own thing like you could have had right. like his eldest daughter could have been like her grandfather and the middle child could have been like him and yes. the other child could have been like, like the fun one who just makes right. you know fun the, jokes. The fun jokes with the relief, and it was such a missed opportunity. To, no, now look, we got a great Leslie Jones. She was funny as fuck. Leslie Jones was great, uh, and I know you. You Leslie Jones is always great. Yeah, like, she's Leslie Jones, for you, but <laughs> yeah, because she's the same character in every movie. Right, she's like she doesn't change. Like right. she's she's Leslie Jones. And sometimes Leslie Jones works great, and sometimes it doesn't work. This right. time it worked. It worked perfectly. Um, you have um, Tracy Morgan, who also only plays himself. So now you yeah. have Tracy, Leslie Jones, who plays herself. Uh, Tracy Morgan, who plays himself. It's great. The kid. I think they used them great because they, they they weren't overpowering. They weren't in a lot of the movie. Right. They just had their little scenes, and I think that's the perfect way to use those. Two. Right. And it's once again because it's very 1988, same format than uh, I'm coming one America. It's the same format. It really is about uh, set up punch, right? Set up punch, set yeah. up punch. Every every so many minutes, like you get a set of punch, and then it's like, oh, okay, I got it. Um, yeah, and in that way they work fantastically. They were all great, and I think that I think that even Arsenio Hall was really fun. You know, <laughs> I was, and I was surprised, like because like Arsenio Hall's been you know non-existent since yeah. Coming to America One came out. Like you haven't heard of Arsenio Hall in thirty years. Well, I mean, he um, had the Arsenio Hall show after that, right? Did he? I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, but and. and in the early 90s was the last time you heard of the Sydney Hall. Like, for sure. For sure. 94, 95, he is gone completely. Absolutely. So you're Absolutely. going 20, 25 years without seeing him. And first of all, he looks exactly the same. Black don't crack, baby. <laughs> like, Eddie Murphy looked older. A senior hall looked exactly the <laughs> same. <laughs> like a senior hall. <laughs> yeah. You could have put him in the other movie. You wouldn't have known. You see, he looked exactly the same. <laughs> Um, but he was good. He was, he was just as good as he was in the first one. Absolutely, uh, he, absolutely. He played that 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 co-star role really well. Um, Eddie Murphy, eh. yeah, you know, and that's the part that was most interesting that Eddie Murphy was non-consequential here. 
Yeah, he moved the story along, but he didn't really add anything. No, and I think that that's the that's where I'm having the biggest problem. That the first movie only is only a display of Eddie Murphy's charm. It's all it is. You're laughing yeah. at Eddie Murphy the entire movie, and that's exactly what that movie's supposed to be. He's charming. He's funny as fuck. He's 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 fucking Eddie Murphy in his prime, you know. Yeah, it's fish out of water, you know. You let's take this right. this, this crazy right. character and put him somewhere he doesn't belong. Right. Um, and, and it's I great. Th- and I think on the on the spin side, the fish out of water being the sun, the sun doesn't have the charm. He's funny, he but he's not as funny. You know what I mean? And and he's not the like in the first one, Eddie Murphy was the movie. Yeah, he was the catalyst, and that's what I mean. Like, he's all about his and charm. The, the son, he doesn't get that opportunity. Like, you don't know of how charming he is because he's not the main guy of the movie. He's, you know, right. a side story. He's It's Eddie Murphy, and then, you know, 1B is the, the kid, um, which I, it's, you didn't give him... Like, I kept waiting for, like, his chance to grow and break out, and then scene ends, and they go to Eddie Murphy again. Right. And so, I, and I think that once again, it's structurally the movie has problems because it's playing too much on nostalgia, which is fine because that's why mm-hmm. it works. But the, the structurally, you could have you could have shifted some things. And you're right; if Eddie Murphy would have been, if you would have switched spaces, and Eddie Murphy would have been the background character moving forward this kid's story. He really would have been. It really, or not even the kid, but well, it should have been the kid. But even should have been the kid. It, it, even Eddie if Murphy should have been the. Eddie Murphy should have been James Earl Jones exactly. of the first one. Exactly. Either way, if exactly. it's the girl or the kid, it doesn't matter. Right. He needs. To, he should have been James Earl Jones. You know, be in the beginning, be in the end, and let the movie play out. Yeah. Um, through through the eyes of whoever is the fish out of water, it just it never yeah. really works. It never really works in that sense. However, once again, I'm gonna repeat this: seeing the movies back to back save a lot of the second movie, because I think mm-hmm. that it just gives I it. I, I think it gives it a sweeping sentiment of being one gigantic four-hour-long movie. Yeah, that and doesn't the feel second movie, like we've been saying. It only has nostalgia. There yeah. is no story. There right. is no great jokes. There's no quotable lines. No. It is pure nostalgia. So to watch the first one right before it, so it's fresh in your head, and you remember all the jokes and all the characters, then the second one is good. Yeah. Um, as a standalone movie, the second one is trash. I think so. I think I think it doesn't it doesn't hold water, and and uh, as a sequel of a movie, you always gonna run into that problem, in that as a sequel you have to hold something from the first one to carry you over the second one. But even though they're very different movies, if you look at the John Wick movies, those are perfect examples of how you can have three different movies that understands what they are. They're not deep. They're not smart. They're not fun. They, all they are is is fucking violence porn. And if you understand mm-hmm. that this is violence porn, you make a violence porn movie. Just fucking have them kill everybody and you'll be happy. And they don't have to, and they don't fall for being one after the other. Even though the story is kind of like one giant story, technically, 
you could watch I could watch John Wick 2 right now without having seen part one and have two questions who stays and why and I'm I'm yeah. good <laughs> I'm, I'm so good that I can just continue watching the movie I get the, sec- the same feeling yeah um, this one it should have been it should have just been joke after joke after joke yeah like they went sentimental or they went with you know gender roles and shouldn't women be who what they are and there's a lot of that which is all very good and, but this movie but it doesn't it have the space that. but but also it doesn't have the space because by bringing the sun then that problem with the daughters and the and the gender role and the position of women doesn't get the attention that it should because now exactly. you have another story that's about abandonment and father issues that, for a boy that are in the middle of it and they don't fucking they don't just it's just nothing works because everything exactly. is cut in half they're trying to tell three stories eddie's story the son's story and the daughter's story and they don't give any of them like you said enough room to breathe mm-hmm. or enough attention mm-hmm. and if you're going to do that and just quickly go through each story you gotta have jokes you gotta have yeah. joke after like they have to be hysterical. You have to have like those, you know, side-splitting jokes, and there's none of that. All I'm thinking of is Leslie Jones with the candle vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Jones is the only like laugh-out-loud part of this movie. Her and, and even even you're right because even even uh, Tracy Morgan has good jokes, but not like break your back jokes. Yeah. They're like, right. they're like funny. You're like, haha, yeah, that was good, you know, Tracy. <laughs> uh, so but, you, know, you know, overall, on a streaming service on a Tuesday, after you've seen the first one, this movie's all right. That's for just, sure. You know, for sure. Um, and if you grew up watching Eddie Murphy, like I was never a huge Eddie Murphy fan. Like I liked him. I liked his movies. I've seen them all. But I'm not like, oh my god, Eddie Murphy's here. We gotta go watch it. Um, so if you're a big Eddie Murphy fan, you might enjoy it a little more than than I. But you might be disappointed because he's not that funny in it. No, no. And uh, I think that you're right that it, it, there's not enough silliness to make him likable enough. And there's not enough seriousness to make him not seem out of place by how silly he's being. And so it loses from all ends. And I think that as a streaming service, once again, when I'm at home playing with my cat and the movie, you know, plays back to back, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm good with this. This is, this is okay. But, and there are like this, there are points where it gets a little bit annoying because they have a part when sexual chocolate comes out at the end of the fucking movie. Which Mm -hmm. fine, you know, like, okay, you save sexual chocolate. That was funny. That was funny. For the end, that's, that's great. Uh, and, and then the two twins come out that were rapping in the first one. It's like, mm-hmm. why? What? Uh, I thought that was funny. You think so? I mean, I laughed when they said the, the lines because the rap was funny. But mm-hmm. I just feel like I could have done without that. Like you could have taken all those three seconds and given a better joke somewhere else. <laughs> it's just, yeah. See, I think the movie should have been more like that. More like this is a ridiculous movie. Right. And if you're going to have a ridiculous movie, make it ridiculous. Make it ridiculous. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I think chocolate is ridiculous. Those yeah. girls rapping. Like, make it, just make it ridiculous. <laughs> it, oh. it, it, they, 
they didn't go either way. They played it no. safe. They're like, yeah. all right, we're not going to be too silly. We're not going to be Absolutely. too serious. We're going to play Absolutely. it safe and go down the line. And Absolutely. it misses the mark. Absolutely. Like, just go. This is coming to America with, you know. And they, they had such a great opportunity with the entire cast. Like, down yes. to, like, Louis Anderson. And, you know, yeah. everybody who's in this movie. Like, it's the same cast. You could have <laughs> done, I don't know. I felt like you could have been way more silly. Absolutely. You could have remade Making to America. And I mean, uh, uh, coming to America. Coming One America. Coming, coming, coming One America does have, does have a certain level of seriousness to it. But that's because it was made in the 80s. And that's the kind of comedy that really flourished in the 80s, right? Like, it is obviously ridiculous. And it is. But there's a certain, mm. there's a certain level of even, I wouldn't say seriousness, but I would say a certain level of realism that makes it funny because it's so ridiculous in real life if you saw it. That, that And it's unique at that point. Like, this right. is the first one. This is a... It's unique. It's funny. It's a, These are brand new characters and they're funny characters. Correct. Um, <laughs> I think that helped it a lot, too. Um, but now we're seeing the same characters and they're less funny. Right. And, <laughs> like, less of a story. Like, it's, this is less meaningful. Yeah. It's not as heartfelt. It's no. like you see the you see the the so the son does the same thing the father does. He's supposed to get married to a princess. He doesn't yeah. want to and marries his hairdresser. And instead. for the same reasons, and by the way, by the way, how can you how can you look in the case of Eddie Murphy's Akeem when a guy hasn't even brushed his own fucking teeth, okay, ever. In his whole fucking Ever. life, he doesn't even wipe his own ass, and he's 21. This is the character in the movie. To yeah. have a woman that only says, I will do whatever you want, makes sense for that guy not to want that, because he's had no individuality or self-discovery or essence of life in his entire life. But for mm -hmm. somebody like the the... the, the uh, the Jermaine Fo uh, uh, Fowler character, the son's character, to have a woman, number one, I'm going to tell you who plays the, the, the woman that's supposed to marry him. So that we understand, it's uh, Tayana Taylor, one of the most sexy and beautiful women in the history of mankind, is playing <laughs> a woman that's willing to do whatever the fuck you want. And you've suffered your entire life through nobody accepting you and knowing or wanting what you want. And you're going to say, I don't want this. Shut the fuck up. It just it doesn't match up. It doesn't match up. Like, I could see that happening after a couple of weeks or a couple of months. Like, oh, like this person has no depth or whatever it is. We don't connect. But to be like... No, no, I'm going with her instead. It doesn't make any sense. It just it's, doesn't. And I'm not saying he doesn't that really have a relationship really yet with the hairdresser. Like they right. talk, they're friends, but they're not dating. It's not like it's like I said. There's no story. There's no depth. Like this doesn't scratch the surface to a plot. It's everything is just big. Even when he goes back to get it, like he go. Eric Murphy goes to America to pick up his son, and he's mm -hmm. like, "I'm your father." And we're going to Africa. And he's like, no. He's like, oh, yeah, we are. And he's like, okay, we're going. Like, no <laughs> conflict. Like, everything is real easy. And then even the second time when he goes back to America and he's got to get him again, even then he goes back, he goes, you really want to have this wedding? 
or do you want to just come back with me? And they're like, all right, we'll come back with you. <laughs> like, it's, nothing is hard. Not, Everything is very easy. Right. Right. It's very convenient. And look, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that uh, he shouldn't appreciate the hairdressers. Um, he shouldn't appreciate the hairdressers. Uh, motivations and land she's also a very gorgeous woman like incredibly gorgeous they all are but what I'm saying is as a human being as a man and as somebody that's been presented with a situation where I can marry Tiana Taylor and she's gonna do whatever I the fuck want I'm sorry son like you have to give me at least three years to get bored of that <laughs> yeah I get that um, but for the movie's sake he could at least like went on a date like if yeah. they want to fast forward things right right like there's like, nothing about that their meeting that you say to him except for that the other girl has ambitions that are more equal to his but that's yeah. not even sold enough to make it make sense no yeah. he has a five minute conversation and he's like nope sorry <laughs> gorgeous woman who doesn't have an ounce of fat on her who's a, an incredible dancer and all this other shit no no <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Um, uh, so uh, we've reached that point of the show where we um, we've discussed the movie. We've discussed what we like and don't about it. Uh, and we've reached that point where we're going to give it a uh, a marking of how much we've liked it. We have the, the toe system. The toe system. If you need to ask why, fuck off. Fuck you. Figure it out. Figure it out. We're not that deep. We're like coming to America with the number. We're not that deep. Right. Out of six toes, how many toes did you give this movie? I think I'd probably give it two to two and a half toes. Um. Like approaching, it doesn't quite get to two and a half, but it approaches two and a half. Right. Um, like I said, if you watch it right after the first one, the nostalgia and seeing those characters evolve is fun. Like the movie wasn't boring per se. No. Watching no. it at home with, I could pick up my phone and I could talk to my wife and I could have a snack. Right. For a streaming service, if I saw this in the theaters. I'd probably be much worse. But sitting at home, on my couch, with my snacks, with my phone, with my wife, two, two and a half. It's, it's, a, it's an enjoyable way to spend a Tuesday or a Wednesday or whatever. Um, mm. But it's not, you know, it's not Shakespeare. No. Um, I think you're absolutely right. I don't know how I would have felt had I paid for this movie because it's hard for me to imagine it otherwise. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that <clears throat> given all the things that we've complained about and you know like you said it's not a boring movie it's not bad it's just it's way below being okay and uh, unfortunately it suffers from from not taking advantage of the resources that it has and for those reasons I'll give it I'm on one and a half to two toes. So I'm point one point seventy five toes. So yeah, he's just below two and I'm just above two. Right. So it's somewhere around there. I mean, you know, it, it hovers on two, 
Either way. Yeah, it straddles. It straddles number two. Right. <laughs> Coming to America, number two, straddles number two. There you go. The two in the middle of the of the of the name stands for how many toes he got. <laughs> yes. Now you know. Deuces. Um before we go on and, and leave out of here, we got to talk about WandaVision because we've done it every show so far. Yeah, it's, it's been a constant uh, uh, discussion. Discussion. Um, so we saw the finale. Uh-huh. What'd you think? So, what'd I, you think? I have a. I liked the show. I think it works perfectly as a series. I think it does the job that it's supposed to do, which is not answer real questions is create questions for um, um, Dr. Strange 2 to answer. That is the job of the series. The biggest problem that I have with the series, and it bothers me, is is that it could have been shorter for what it, what is delivering. I didn't need nine episodes prolonged and stretched out um, for what you're delivering to me, because you essentially just giving me the Scarlet Witch. And I know there's situations and you got to explain her position, but I think you could have done that with one or maybe even two less episodes and I would have been just fine. Um, My biggest concern with it was that having given me something so awkward and out of centered and weird to begin with, you ended the movie like every Marvel movie ends with a fucking punch battle. And I was so annoyed. Uh, the Vision versus the White Vision was an interesting fight. And it ended like, it reminded me of Star Trek when it ended, like the old Star Trek from the 60s, where they gave a computer a problem so hard that it needs to stop what it's doing to like reevaluate what it's doing, you know? And that's fantastic. Does not compute. Does not compute. Exactly. <laughs> and it, it, that's, that's kind of good. But to me, it just felt like, okay, and then to have Wanda fighting Agatha Harkins and I, I just, I, I didn't need the punches. I didn't need them. I, I think you could have made this a Twilight Zone episode and ended without the spectacle of fighting and ended with a different spectacle of the mind or something like that. And I think it would have been more, more uh, um, satisfying. Uh, so as a series, I give it four toes. Four toes. Uh, it's very good. It's interesting. You could skip it, and you're not you're not really missing a lot. You can watch the last three episodes and get all that you need from that series, and move on with your life, and then watch uh, whatever a uh, Captain, uh, what's it called, uh, Doctor Strange two, and you'll be good. Well, I haven't seen Doctor Strange, so I'm gonna watch those next. Um, I agree with you. I feel like. I start as uh, not a huge Marvel fan. I would say I'm a you know a casual Marvel fan. Hmm. Um, what intrigued me the most was how off-centered, out of the box, the series was when it started. Like I, I thought that was cool. I'm like, oh, this is something new, something different. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew it couldn't keep that way for a long time because it's not a sustainable right uh, mechanism, plot mechanism. Like eventually, something has to happen. Right. Um, uh, but I, I agree. I wish I don't know what this answer is, but I wish they would have solved their problems in more of a sitcomy way than a Marvel movie sort of way. Right. Um, right. Like you spent the whole series 
being a sitcom, um, I, f- I wish they would have... I know they have to evolve, and they, I guess season two or whatever they're going to do with this thing now isn't sitcom and it's now probably like everything right. else Marvel. Um, but I wish there was... Like, I wish I would have done it cheesier or just... I don't know. It, it well, felt I mean, like the two... The two things didn't match. Like yes. You have the first five episodes or whatever, and then you have the last three episodes, um, and they don't they don't fit well together. It's almost no. like two, watching two different series with the same characters. It's, right. They do and this, I, and, and then they come over here and do that. And I think that was the point, and I, I mean, I can understand how that's the point, but unfortunately, that what I'm getting at is it didn't even have to be a sitcom to end it. But it could have been more Twilight Zone like. Like it could have been more out of mind. It could have been more out of center. The way they figured this out. It could have been, yeah. I, I, whatever the way they could have done it, it. I just wish it wasn't the way that everyone, like the predictable. This is how you move on as a Marvel person, right. sort of thing. I'm the good right. guy. I did kind of like that. You're not sure what. Wander is is she good is she like someone who doesn't know the series and doesn't know anything about mm-hmm. Wander or Vision it kind of left me thinking like is she good or is she bad you don't really know right. Right. like you think she's good because she wants to help but then she's also hurting all these other people so is she really good um right. I kind of like that mystery and that's kind of up in the air like I don't know who's bad. Is Catherine Hahn bad or is Elizabeth Olsen bad? I don't know. Right. Um, I like that part of it. I just wish it just wasn't let's fight in the sky and break everything <laughs> sort of thing. Like, I don't know. I'm done with fighting in the sky. Yeah, man. Every time we fight in the sky, something breaks. Yeah. We've seen fighting in the sky. It was cool. It's not cool anymore. It's, right. it's overdone. And, and, like, and even, even when it is cool. Right, even when it is cool, it has a way different setup than this. So the setup didn't 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 accommodate the payoff didn't accommodate the setup and the setup didn't accommodate the payoff. Like you said, you know, like I said, yeah. you know, I can appreciate that they morphed like into it, something else, but I don't know. I don't know. But they did it didn't like they should have like intertwined it somehow. Like Yeah. You, you, they got rid of the sitcom aspect completely. Like, they should have found a way to incorporate that part of it with the evolution part of it. Uh, it just, like, like I said before, like, it's like two different series almost. It's like right. the sitcom Absolutely. world where she does all these silly things. And then, you know, here's a new series, WandaVision, the action star. Right. And so um, I watched uh, uh, Fat, Man, uh, Fat Man Beyond, which is the Kevin Smith podcast about all this nerdy shit. And... He had the director of the series in the in the podcast, which was really interesting to watch. But one of the things that bothered me the most about it is that the director has said that there is a lot of things that they threw at the show that didn't really mean to have a payoff. So it was sort of like a mean trick of being like, so why is the bunny? Like, what's up with the bunny? Everybody's going crazy about the bunny. And they're like, yeah, we had the bunny doing this and that. But like, you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't like we just didn't do it. He's like, but why, why then spend all this time setting something up for no payoff mm-hmm. and you know so you that know. was kind of like the the model of the show it seemed like yeah yeah like there's no punchline it's like a bad stand-up comic like all we have is setup and there's no punchline 
and then we have a setup and no punchline. Um, so if I was going to give it toes, I'd probably give it three and a half toes. Yeah. Um, I was ex- like I said, I like the first half better than I like the second half. That's usually the I'd be getting the the opposite opinion from most people that they hated the first part of it and like the second part of it better. Mm. Um, I, I it was something different. It was something that for sure you haven't seen before, which which I'm always looking for is I don't need the same bullshit. I've seen the same bullshit. Give me something new. Um, make me think of show me something I haven't thought of yet. Right. Like I, I I know they fight in the sky. I've seen it. I've thought of that. Right. Show me something else. Um, and, by, and by the way, if anybody's going to complain that Matt and I are complaining about the writing and why don't we write our own show, let me tell you all something. All oh, of, shit. All of, all of those writers that they've had for Marvel to make that show could have written like the show that we're asking for. I fucking guarantee you that. It's just that oh. they were the other route. And, and I'm sure this producers get involved and Disney gets involved and... Yeah, they want sure. to show the big wigs and the people who put the money down want the show to go in a certain direction. I mean, I I, I guarantee so, it, but listening to the director, that's not that true. I think that I think that they've had a a formula from when so how they were going to do the show from the get go. So if that's the formula you got you're going to do on, then fucking build to that formula. So like like any any good screenwriting starts at the end, right? You stand with yeah. how, how the movie ends so that you can make the, the path to the end much better. So fuck you. If you think that you, I can write a better show, I can't. That's why I don't fucking write shows. You know what? Hire us. Hire us. We'll show you. <laughs> we'll show your ass. Yeah. Get me in that writer's room <laughs> and I'll blow your mind. <laughs> I'm not giving you away shit for free here on this That's podcast. Right. That's, That's right, motherfucker. That's right, motherfucker. Listen, you want to hear my writing skills? fucking pay me and you'll get some shit <laughs> in any case um we'll see you soon enough i don't know do we have anything is there anything you want to p- tell people to watch before we do anything else um nah <laughs> what is what is the movie what is the movie of the month in hbo max i think it's tom and jerry and i'm not watching that shit yeah tom and jerry um i'm not watching that shit sorry i think kong comes out in april yeah, Kong is almost out, which I'm looking forward so. to. But I am not doing Tom and Jerry. I'm, as much as I like Tom and Jerry as a kid, don't care. I hear, and this is strictly what I hear, is that it is awful. It looks awful. Like, garbage. Uh, even, like, Tom and Jerry. Like, first you got to think, like, all right, Tom and Jerry. You know, it wasn't that good what it was it was you know it was good for the time but it's tom and jerry right and now push it 30 years later and how much more terrible it has to be (laughs) also you you can't stretch a concept that is seven minutes of of silly slapstick slapstick entertainment and make it an hour and a half movie because guess what 1970s slapstick comedy like this isn't no 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 not nowadays no, no, no. not 1970s my son 1970 like 1940s slaps slapstick <laughs> comedy because yeah. this is from like the 40s and the 50s so don't bring that don't don't take that concept and try to make a movie out of it because this what 
I don't want to know where Tom came from. I don't want to know where Jerry came from. All I want to know is that they're going to hit each other with hammers and guns and light bulbs. And then I'm going to laugh and suspense. <laughs> like, I don't need a background story. Yeah. I don't need to know who the mama is. I don't care. Um, so we'll surprise you with another movie soon. Soon. Give us like two weeks. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Uh, we'll, the... we'll give you we'll, we'll give you an end of March sort of podcast. Um, when is the Oscars? Oh shit! It's in February. We have to do our the Oscars, classic the Oscars Oscar special in February, dude. No, the Oscars didn't didn't happen yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. I work in movies. I'm, I work in movie. I work. I work like, in a movie podcast. Podcast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have to do it's gonna be eight, our April twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. April twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. All right. So we'll probably give you one, maybe two more movies, and then we will do our giant. You know, ninety percent of the two friends and a movie budget. Go in to this Oscar special. It always does. It always pays off, and we always fucking win. And I am three. Well, the podcast is three for three in naming the best picture. Three for three, motherfuckers. Three for three. So fuck you. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. We do. We might seem silly. We might have silly accents, the both of us. But we fucking yeah. know. We know. We know our shit. People aren't guessing this shit. No one else is three for three with a perfect record. Find me him. Find me him. <laughs> I All right. think uh, that's enough. I got I got a little excited. Uh, I, got, I got a little excited. <laughs> you did. Calm down. Uh, thank you for stopping by, everyone. Uh, thank you. For... San Diego. <sighs> thank you for stopping by San Diego. That's not what I'm it's saying. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful Don't sing day it in the too. <laughs> Stop it. Just cue the music. Shut up. Can cue the music. Stop it. Cue the music. Can you see me? <laughs> Two friends in a movie. 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 Thank you for stopping by. Stop it.